0: Welcome everybody to this morning's Healing Service 22 Healing Service here at Crowhurst Christian Healing Centre. My name's David. I'm one of the chaplains. Uh, lovely to have you here in the chapel. Can you hear okay? Is it coming through on the loop and everything? And uh, lovely to have you online. We are streaming live. And uh, so welcome to you wherever you are. And it's, uh, we call our services uh, we have them weekly here at, uh, at Crowhurst Christian Healing Center 22.2. It's a vision of Revelation chapter 22, which speaks of the river of life flowing from the throne. It speaks of the trees, uh, that are the leaves of which are healing for the nations. Uh, it's just God's life, flowing life from his throne, which he wants to... He will, we will see when, we, when heaven breaks in on this earth and there's a new heaven and a new earth and we see Jesus glorified and, and coming again. But uh, God's kingdom breaks in even now with his life and his healing power and his restoration. And so we welcome him today, don't we? And uh, Revelation 22 continues with worship. And so when God touches us, that's, that's, that encourages us to worship, it does doesn't it? We lift our hearts, we lift our voices, we present our lives to him. So it's great to have you. Uh, It's a wonderful time of year. The sun's out here, at least in East Sussex. Um, The local uh, bird sanctuary, four woods full of uh, carpets of bluebells with a slightly wilting a bit, but it's been absolutely magnificent. Uh, Wood anemones as well. Uh, We're seeing wisteria. just uh, as we look over our veranda and the balcony of, of the bungalow here at the center, uh, apple blossoms are there. And this morning I saw some flies buzzing around in the kitchen. I thought, <laughs> great, <laughs> summer has arrived. So that's uh, great. We're going to look at uh, a psalm. Well, there's two psalms, some psalm 42 and 43, because they go together. And uh, the, the chorus line is, why are you downcast? Put your hope in God. Why are you downcast? Put your hope in the Lord. And we do go through struggles, don't we, at various levels, Some very, sometimes very deep struggles, and sometimes less so. But nonetheless, God encourages us to come to him and, and receive from him. Why are you downcast? Put your hope, brothers and sisters, afresh, In the living God who gives life to our souls and bodies. Hallelujah. But uh, Psalm 42 begins like this, if we can have it on the screen, if possible. Uh, It's a a wonderful, you probably know the first line. It's so poetic and uh, majestic in its expression of love to God. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Where can I go and meet with God? Uh, The RSV says, when shall I come and see the face of God? When can I come and see the face of God? That's even more dynamic, isn't it? We want to meet with God. We want to see his face. Is that possible? How do we meet with God? Well, we meet with him in various ways, don't we? Can you name any? How do we meet with God? Sorry? Everywhere goes, goes. it's true. He's everywhere, yes. That's true. That's the short answer and definitive answer. I think we can meet him in nature, can't we? We just see his glory, his his beauty, and all the intricate things that he makes. Uh, Spring Watch started on TV last night, and the presenters are always amazed at the delicate balance of animals and insects and birds and and how they come to live and and just about you know within their niche uh, Feed and, and and breed and it's just absolutely incredible. That's the hand of God. We can meet with God in nature Can't we We can meet with him in places? That's why you sometimes come to places like this people have been praying here for 90 years and we can sense God's presence here Can't we? Uh, we can Meet God in each other, can't we? Sometimes he gives a word of encouragement through another person. We we meet God in each other. That's a beautiful thing, isn't it? We're not alone. We meet God in his living word. You read this with faith, it just kinda comes alive. It's food for your soul, isn't it? And uh, ultimately, we meet God in Jesus. He sent Jesus. In John chapter one, Jesus became flesh, dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory. Of the one and only who came from the father full of grace and truth he revealed the heart of God full of grace and truth altogether lovely Jesus, there's no one like Jesus and uh, he he expresses God uniquely in a human form (laughs) incredible kind of miracle what was going on but when we look at Jesus we see God, we meet God himself he who reached out to the marginalized he welcomed those who were estranged he forgave he healed he renewed he restored he gave fresh purpose to so many people to disciples and others and ultimately he died to show the great love of god the father who died for our sins to bring us into relationship with the father what love what sacrifice revealed the love that would go to that extent so in jesus we meet with god and then We meet with God as we respond and open our hearts in worship and thanksgiving. So shall we meet with God this morning uh, as we worship? There's going to be a couple of songs coming on the screen and Stephen will play. Let's open our hearts to him. So I'm just going to pray and ask God would lead us, ask that the Lord would meet us. We want to see his face. So Lord, we come, we want to meet with you in, in these days, difficult days for so many, for so many nations, for so many people. But Lord, you have not abandoned us, you come and meet with us. And so Lord, we catch we catch glimpses of your glory and majesty in nature in your word and Jesus himself. So open our hearts, Lord, as we respond to you, as we thank you, as we praise you as we worship you we want to meet with you today so come by your holy spirit in this chapel in these grounds in your homes holy spirit come amongst us today let's offer our lives to him offer Open our hearts to him that he would do his work in us afresh today. Thank you, Stephen. Thank you for your presence amongst us, Lord Jesus. What a wonderful God you are, friend, king, saviour, the one who draws alongside. We worship you. folks uh, online have responded to the question where do we meet God and someone has said we meet God in nature which we talked about too and we meet God in my garden. Personalized aspect of where we meet God. Thank you for sharing. And so we're going to just look at uh, Psalm 42. May it May God really open it up to us and breathe his life on his word as he longs to do. So Psalm 42 verses 1, to. well we'll read the whole psalm and the next one because they go together. So it starts off as we started this morning, as the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Where can I go and meet with God? This is, the, this is the kind of deep yearning of a human soul, whether they re- we realize it or not at times. Uh, we yearn for God. It's only he who can satisfy us deeply because he made us. But there's a problem with this psalmist. Verse three, he says, my tears though, have been my food day and night. While men say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go with the multitude, leading the procession to the house of God with shouts of joy and thanksgiving among the festive throng. And then in verse 5, there's this, it's like a chorus. We've had like verse 1 of a song. And verse 5 is the chorus because it's repeated three times. So this is the key. So... Shall we say it together? Let's we'll keep our masks on, but we can say it out loud underneath our masks. And so this is the chorus. So let's say the chorus together and at home if it's on the screen. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. And then he continues, verse 6. My soul is downcast within me, therefore. I will remember you from the land of Jordan, the heights of Hermon, from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep. Those of you in the chapel yesterday, it's uh, Julia cited this verse. And uh, I thought that was interesting because this psalm was on my mind even before she spoke. Deep calls to deep in the roar of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day the Lord directs his love, at night his song is with me, a prayer to the God to the God of my life. But I say to God my rock, now it's kind of getting deeper isn't it, with the struggle, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? It's even affecting him physically, my bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me, saying to me all day long, where's your God? So it's kind of going deeper, it's digging deeper into this struggle. And then verse eleven, the chorus comes back. After this verse two, which we just read, let's say it together, Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. Verse three goes into Psalm forty three. they are really two Psalm forty two and Psalm forty three is one. Song, poem together. Vindicate me, your God, help me, Lord. And I plead my cause against an ungodly nation or people. Rescue me from deceitful and wicked men. You are God, God, my stronghold. But why have you rejected me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? And there seems to be a bit of a turn. Send forth your light and your truth. Let them guide me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. And then I will go to the altar of God, to God, my joy and my delight, and I will praise you with the harp. Anyone good at playing the harp? You're very welcome to come and join me at the front. Um, I can play an instrument with six strings. It's only a guitar, but the harp, it's another story, isn't it? So anyway, this psalmist is playing the harp, Oh God, my God, and finally, chorus to finish. Why are you together? Why are you so downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. Um, That's quite a direct question, isn't it? Why are you so downcast? Why are you so disturbed? And uh, I don't know if you've had any direct question like that recently. Anyone at home had a direct question that kind of made you think or, or startle you, because that's what they do, don't you? It's beyond the ordinary question that startles you. Um, I was uh, having, um, I think it was, supper, yeah, it was supper in a restaurant in a, in a different land, in a different culture. Some cultures are more direct, don't they? Um, <clears throat> and I was sitting there, uh, there was about 10 of us there, and there was an American couple, and uh, my wife and I, and then other folks from this culture. and. Um, and the American guy had come to preach in our church. And um, someone in this local country, culture asked, during having our, whatever we were having. And um, so, uh, uh, sorry, I can't quite, I can't remember his name, but I remember the question. So, um, how much do you earn in a year? <laughs> that's, a, that's a very direct question that we might not ask in our kind of our culture, but some cultures will happily do that. Um, A chaplain uh, recently, actually, I think it was last week, was led to ask this question of a guest as they sat down to pray. Uh, How's your fellowship with the Holy Spirit been? Do you ever get asked that question? I've never been asked that question. But a a direct question can make you think, can't kind of make you startle. And I can say, well, um, hi, nice to meet you. How are you? You'll go fine. But if I go, well, how are you? How are you? How are you? You know it's more direct isn't it and, and wanting perhaps an answer and I think direct questions do that don't they they, they might startle us uh, but they evoke an answer they listen to what's inside the stuff that's going on can can give can come up to the front and uh, and sometimes they can even transgress boundaries can't they like this this person who asked well how much do you earn in a year but but they do, they do bring stuff from inside don't they and Jesus did that Remember any, do you remember any questions that Jesus asked, direct questions, that kind of shocked, that elicited something from them? Can you remember any, There's folks online, feel free to answer. can you remember any question that Jesus asked? He asked the blind man what he wanted.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, what do
0: you want from yeah, me? Exactly. You might think that was obvious, but he's, what, what, do you, what do you want from me? And he had to say it. Anything else? Any? Can you remember any other direct question that Jesus answer, asked? Yeah, who do you say that I am? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He started off, what what do, what do people say that I am? Oh, John the Baptist, maybe the prophet, but you, who do you say that I am? It elicited from Peter, you are the Christ. Mm-hmm. Any other? He asked him if he loved him. Yeah, do you love me? Yeah. Do you love me? Could have been an egotistical thing. To, well, if I asked, said, do you love me? <laughs> that was probably from me, com- e- egotistical. But Jesus answering that, do you love me? It was drawing out, he saw that, there was love in Peter's heart, he'd failed him, but he, still, he knew there was love, he drew it from him so that he could express it with his lips and be, be restored, really. that Jesus asked lots of things, like, who touched me? Well, he knew, didn't he? He wanted to bring this lady uh, to light. Um, yes, what can I do for you? So many questions Jesus answer, asks, but this is a question here, isn't it? Why are you, so, why are you downcast, O oh, my soul? Why are you disturbed? That, that's a, quite a direct question, isn't it? Uh, and, uh, and obviously the psalmist is asking of it of himself, but I think it's God behind that asking. It's kind of drawing something that's in there outside, you know, so that God can deal with it and administer his love and his care. And we might ask ourselves, why are we so downcast or disturbed? And there might be very big things in our minds, yeah. And uh, the Lord invites us to bring them to him, to release it to him. Leave it at his feet, for he cares. Or, or maybe it's just kind of a blur going on. We feel a bit, you know, what's going on. Uh, do you remember the uh, Peanuts characters? There's uh, Linus and Charlie Brown. And there's a guy called uh, Pigpen. Do you remember him? It's just, just this fuzzy hair. I mean, uh, just flies flying all around. It's just a, just a haze. Sometimes we're just in a bit of a haze, aren't we? Uh, something's going on. know what it is and sometimes it's a direct question well maybe there is something going on and sometimes it's the lord saying well what what is it it's not accusatory why are you so downcast it's to draw it out of us so that he can deal with it well tell me about it why are you downcast why are you disturbed bring it to the lord so direct questions this is a direct awfully direct question as the Lord does and he's drawing out of us he's drawing out of, what's he drawing out of us when he answers a question like that I think we've said it it's to draw out the stuff that's going on and in verse three it talks about uh, you know the tears and verse nine it talks about even, even mourning I think we can mourn the loss of people and that's, that's really really a hard one to go through. I think the psalmist was, was mourning the loss of things that he did, but both are, are, are really difficult. He was unsettled. People are asking, where's your God? You know, if you, you're a Christian, you're, you're a, you have faith, but where's your God? You've got these troubles. And maybe that question of people asking, where's your God, kind of unsettled him. So there's lots of things there. Um, but as he began to express himself, oh yes, I've got tears. Yeah, I don't have, yeah I'm really struggling. It seems like he begins to, what comes out is him arguing with, well, uh, bringing God into the picture, arguing with him almost. Uh, what's it say in verse 7? Uh, All your waves and breakers have swept over me. You know, from saying, yeah, I'm I'm struggling, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've got, you know, I, I do, tears come to my eyes or whatever, but now it's kind of accusatory. Yeah, thank you for putting that up, uh, Esther. It's like you're, he's now saying, your waves have swept over me. Do you see the? It's a, it's a difference. He's kind of now arguing with God, you know. Uh, waves often represent kind of disorder and chaos, and I'm just floundering. It seems like it's your ways uh, overwhelming in me. In verse 9, it says, well, why have you forgotten me? Why have you forgotten me? In chapter, in the next 43, verse 2, why have you rejected me? And he talks about his, uh, he feels oppressed, and even it's affecting his bones. So, so really, when, when that question is asked, when God asks us this question, he wants to draw things out of us, yeah? to express how you're feeling. And, um, but, but even of those deep things, why have you forgotten me? The law wants to draw that out of him. You belong to him, brothers and sisters. He is your good father. He hears you and even if your emotions are, are, are that intense, that accusatory, he invites us. I find this incredible in these Psalms. You know, I thought, how can I do that to a holy God? And yes, he is holy, but he invites us to express honestly what's going on. Otherwise, we will just foment and become bitter and we'll become angry and there'll be barriers between us and God. So God asks that question, how are you today? Are you downcast? Please express it to me. Bring it out. Argue with me if necessary. Because he's a good and he's a loving God. And the other thing it draws out, it draws out reminders. This psalmist not only drew out the the difficult things and even arguing with God to that point. As God asked this question, it drew out memories. He began to remember in this psalm. You know, he remember what he did, you know, remember he led the procession, you know, it was a great time meeting with the people of God. He remembered uh, places, you know, oh, it just, there might have been an exile, the psalmist at this point. So he's remembering, um, you know, Jerusalem from Jordan, it says in verse, uh, in verse six. So he's remembering what, what he did and some of the places that were special. And I don't know about you, sometimes we, we do look back, don't we, and, You know, wasn't it great in the past what we did or some of those places and and things things have changed And sometimes we can look back and remember just with kind of a nostalgia. I wish it was the same again But the Lord invites us to look back not to look at it with kind of a sweet nostalgia But to remember that that same God Who did those things in the past in you through you what you saw that met you in those places? is the same God today yeah so when we remember it is so important not to, to to wallow in the past things are different you know we might not it's difficult sometimes to to comprehend what is happening with our world at the moment and things are different but the same god is here with us today leading us in this new this part of the journey and this pilgrimage and i love uh, verse uh, eight Remember in verse seven, it talks about the way, your waves have swept over me. But as he remembers in verse eight, it says this. It's it's like, this is the center of the psalm, verse eight. It's like, it's kind of something else breaks in, another wave breaks in. It's, by day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. It's kind of, it's different to all the rest of the psalm. It's actually the center point of this psalm. As he's uh, brought his stuff to the Lord, He's even argued with God, and he's remembering. But then he he sees, he remembers that God is with him today. That's the thing. By day and by night, he is never going to leave me. He directs his love. This is in the Hebrew chesed, which is like no other love that we can express in English. It's like an unfailing love that will not let you go. I have covenanted with you. You are mine, and I'm never Going to let you go whatever you do or say or even if you turn your back on me i will love you what love that's unconditional love agape love in the the greek you've probably heard that word but this is chesed so the the psalmist is remembering yeah i'm I'm in turmoil i'm in turmoil. but i remember your love and he says by day the lord this is the only time he uses that word the lord this is yahweh this is, I am who I am, or I will be who I will be. Remember, that's the name that uh, was revealed to Moses. When you walk with me, I will be what I will. You will see me faithful step by step. I will not let you go. I am who I am. All the, all the, the love and the mercy and the goodness and the desire to bless, that is who I It's, it's like he's remembering who God is. Isn't that wonderful? By day and by night. His song is with me. And there's, the song is like something's bubbling up that's different here. And so he remembers. And, uh, and lastly, not only does he bring his stuff to God, even argue with God, not only is he remembering and then remembering who God is uh, today, it somehow draws out when he does this praise. Can you see the journey of the psalm? It's kind of it goes quite deep. Why have you forgotten me? There's ups and downs in it, uh, as you say the, this chorus. Why so downcast, or oh, my soul? Why do so disturb within me? But as we get to the end of Psalm 43, it, it seems to to change. Yes, it, it does express. Yes, I feel uh, I, I'm struggling. But when we get to 43 verse 3, uh, it says, you know, send me. Send forth your light and your truth and let them guide me. Let them bring me to your holy mountain, to the place where you dwell. There's kind of, really he's getting to a, a different place. He sees that, that God, there's light. He, that God wants to shine his light, give clarity, wants to guide, wants to, to manifest his presence. And uh, in verse uh, four, he goes, I will praise you with the harp. I'll go to the altar of God. To God, my joy and my delight, I will praise you with a harp. So he—he, he, he, it's a journey, isn't it? And he gets to the point of praise and of worship. And he's playing his harp. And that chorus, why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? It's kind of, that was the emphasis It's the the first two lines with the emphasis where he started. But by the time it gets to the end, the emphasis on the last three little bits, put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. Yeah, that's where he gets to. That's where he invites, the Lord invites us to, whatever whatever's making us downcast, whatever we're going through, to bring it to him. And and, uh, just begin, and also take the courage to remember, God has blessed you in the past. Remember it. And he's that faithful God in the present. And then have the courage to praise him. And I I believe the Lord gives us these psalms to help us work through difficult stuff. The theologians call these, these psalms laments. And there are 60 of them. Can you imagine? 60 out of 150 in the psalms. It's like the Lord knows we're going to go through some stuff. They help us to do that. And I don't know if you, you can pick pick up, there's an acrostic, the word harp, R, A. We'll stop the second letter, A, for argue with God. Bring your bring the stuff to God. Be really honest. R, remember what he's done. P praise. And what about the H? I've thought of something for the H. You can do that because you're his because you're his and he invites you to you are his H because you're his you can argue it sounds strange but well, you can bring everything completely honest, honestly with God you, we can remember begin to remember what he's done who he is and he and we he invites us to have the courage to P praise him it's, it's like it's just a beautiful tool can we say that the the lord offers us to deal with difficult things we go through because he wants us to be free he wants to release us so may the lord bless you today if you're feeling downcast or for whatever reason take time with the lord bring it to him be completely honest and then take the courage to begin to remember what God is doing, has done. And then take the even greater step to even <clears throat> having really expressed yourself before God, to praise him. It's, that's just, the Lord offers us a way to be released from really, from difficult stuff or just that fuzzy haze of a fly is flying all around our head. Bring it to him because he cares for you. So, why are you downcast, David? Why are you disturbed? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise him. So may the Lord come amongst us today, in this chapel, wherever you are. Receive from him his grace. Come to him. Come to him. He wants to meet with you. He is the one who renews us and refreshes us. Who washes us, gives us fresh hope. So come amongst your people, Lord, wherever we find ourselves today, in this place. As we join together this body here. Shall we express that in words of the song that uh, takes its... Inspiration from Psalm 43, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. He's the one who cares for us and loves us and wants to refresh and renew us. Let's sing that or hum that together. Say it in your heart. And let the Lord come and minister to you as you meditate these words. So let's come before the Lord just to pray. Lord, we just offer ourselves to you. Come and minister to your people. Draw each one of us afresh to yourself, Lord, whatever we're going through that causes us to feel downcast. Lift our our souls, our spirits, our eyes to you. From whence comes our help. Come amongst your people. Bring refreshment renewal, fresh hope today. In Jesus' name. We pray for those, Lord, who have phoned in asking for prayers today, Lord. Many folks needing your touch, sick or needing guidance or encouragement or hope, and we pray for these names, Lord. You know each one by name. Pour out your spirit on them. Heal, Lord. Guide, Lord. Renew, restore, O Lord. And each one, over these last three months, each name that we commit to pray for, come by your spirit be poured out with your presence on each one of these dear folks just what they need please do it today in Jesus name Lord we committed to praying for the nations we pray for our own nation somehow being torn apart with accusations at different points but we ask for mercy for our nation lord Lord, please come and heal our land please give comfort to those who grieve and mourn and struggle at so many deep levels Bring peace and healing to our land and the nations around the world, Lord. Operation World encourages a country every day today. They present Gabon in West Africa, near Cameroon. In such need of you, Lord. Great natural resources, but exploited and there's poverty and there's many difficulties. We ask you bring renewal and revival to that nation of Gabon in Africa. It's part of your world. Holy Spirit, come and comfort and heal that land and bring revival. Encourage your believers, your your sons and daughters in that land. So may your blessing rest on us today. For those of you who are in the chapel who want to meet with the Lord, we do have some sort of uh, the prayer walks on different themes, like healing and walking through lockdown and the kingdom of God. We have a few, and it's just an opportunity to go around a prayer walk with different stations, stopping and asking God to meet with you. If you like a copy of one of those, do come and see me. But uh, meet with God, however you want to do that today. He's here. He's here wherever you are. God bless you. I just want to read to close from Isaiah 40 and uh it funny enough it starts with some direct questions uh, why do you say and complain that the way is your ways hidden from the lord because it isn't it starts off do you not know have you not heard more direct questions but the lord is the everlasting god the creator of the ends of the earth he will not grow weary or tired And his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary. Need some strength? The Lord gives it to the weary. And increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary. And young men stumble and fall. But you who hope in the Lord, he will renew your strength. You will soar on wings like eagles. You will run and not Grow weary and you will walk and not be faint, so says the Lord. Be blessed through this day. Amen. Thanks for joining us.